It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on this edition of Locked On Wizards, we get into birthdays. John Wall and I are both celebrating birthdays this weekend, so we're talking John Wall's birthday. We're also getting into the playoffs, specifically with Monday's games, looking at the Nuggets Clippers and the Celtics Raptors. All that and more with Jamel Cutler, writer for Hoop Magazine, joining us here on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards. Your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington, and today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code Locked On. Hope you guys have been enjoying your Labor Day weekend as we're getting into another week, another week of basketball. And joining me here on the show today, we've got Jamel Cutler. Writer for Hoop Magazine, joining us here on Locked On Wizards. Jamel, welcome. Hey, Renee. Thank you for ha- thank you for having me on. It's um, it's been a long time coming, and I'm very excited to be on today. I'm happy to have you on. It's a special edition episode as we're talking through birthdays. Not only mine being on Monday, but also John Wall's birthday was on Sunday. We're birthday buddies. He's the sixth. I'm the seventh. So I definitely want to get right into discussing John Wall. When you think of John Wall, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Um, well, he basically ushered in the new era of, um, of people from, from UK coming into the league early after, um, after playing one year. He was, he was a part of that first class with um, DeMarcus' cousin, um, Eric Bledsoe. Um, I'm trying to think who else was on that class. I don't want to shortchange anybody. But, um, but yeah, he basically ushered in a new era. That is something that when you, you bring up Kentucky basketball, now you do think about the fact that every year head coach John Calipari has got three, four, five, maybe six players that are coming out of Kentucky freshmen going right into the league. And I do, that's like, I like that you bring that up because that is something that is one of the first things that come to mind. And I know it's even something when you think about the success of Kentucky basketball, you know, it's not about just NCAA tournaments and, and things like that. It's also the fact that in one year, they're getting players ready to go to the next level. You look at John Wall, then after him, Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns. You know, they had a number of Wildcats that have been able to be successful going from the college level to the NBA level, also being first overall picks at that. I mean, those three, John Wall, Anthony Davis, and Carl Anthony Towns were all number one picks overall in the draft. So not only are they getting into the league, they're getting into the league. And of course, as we now look fast forward later on in their year in their careers, making some noise, competing for championships, still, still the best in their, on their team. You know, and sometimes when you think about college players coming into the NBA or, or any sport for that matter, they don't always get to the next level and do as well as they are predicted to do. 
Sometimes they get into the pros and they underperform and they're a bust. But Kentucky has had a history of players that have been one and done into the NBA and been successful. So I do think John Wall is one of the first names that you think about um, in terms of really building that sort of culture and environment that they are going to have one and dones that come into the league and be successful at that right. too. And what's crazy about the whole thing is, um, is like the players from, from UK, they're not in the league for like, for like one or two years and then they're off to Europe. I mean, like they're in the league six, seven, eight, going on 10 years now for John Wall. And, um, and for the most part, they've, they've had um, successful careers. That's also a great point because we do see players that come in, let's say they get injured or they just don't pan out as well as they should. And they end up being like two, three years in the league and then end up having to go, you know, they're playing overseas and you don't really hear from them ever again. But someone like John Wall comes in after having, you know, an incredible first uh, freshman year at Kentucky. He came, he came into the NBA and, and continued to have the same success. You know, and you look across the course of other Wildcats that are in the NBA, they were able to do the same thing, you know? So I, I like your point to that because it's one thing to get there. It's another thing to be able to stay there. And John Wall coming in was able to be someone that is an all-star. He's, you know, an all NBA team player. He was an all conference player, player of the year when he was at Kentucky. You know, it's, it's not just that he's in the NBA. He is not, he's not just sitting the bench somewhere, although now he's, he's been injured. So he was sitting the bench, but you know, and not just sitting the bench and unable to, to step up to that next level. John Wall is a name that is a household name that everybody knows and is leading the Wizards franchise and hopefully will be back able to do so healthy next year. Yeah. Any other thoughts you have around John Wall when you think about um, in terms of him returning back to the floor for next year, what you're hoping that he will be able to bring to the Wizards as a team that's been struggling to get over the hump. Of course, we saw them in the NBA restart go winless until their final game against the Celtics. What do you think John Wall's return is going to bring for DC as a whole, but especially for the Wizards? I covered the Wizards game back in February, Wizards in, um, in Brooklyn. I seen him warming up. The explosiveness looked like it was still there, but he was on the court by himself. So I have to see him in a five-on-five situation. But for John Wall, like, he just have to prove that, that he's healthy. And if that's just playing, like, 30 minutes here and there, maybe even 25. I mean, I think long-term that's better for him until he shows that he's um, 100% healthy because another injury can be like career threatening. And he's in the beginning of a supermax contract. It's going to be hard for the Wizards to trade him if they elect to go that route. Yes. Yes. Well, he did just turn 30 years old on Sunday um, he actually is someone that, as you mentioned, he's still, he still has these signs of being explosive and still has, you know, the, the talent is still there. It's just a matter of, can he stay healthy? And how will that translate, as you said, into a five on five setting? So seeing his workout that he's been doing and the way that he's been training, it seems like he's getting back, but I'm definitely interested to see how that translates over into now a full season and to stay healthy and to be able to bring that every night. But for John Wall coming into the NBA in 2010, I'll never forget it because I also was a freshman the same year as him in college. Um, he's actually older than me, but we were in freshmen at the same time. And that was something that was like, wow, I like he's my age. And it just like, it hits like, okay, this is a player that's going into the NBA and 
and blew it out the water as you know in his rookie year so it's just exciting to see how he's grown over the years and I hope that he's able to get back to being a player that's an all-star caliber player and is back to being able to play a full season you know he's been injury bitten the, the last couple seasons so definitely need him to be able to stay healthy first and foremost and then bring that level that explosiveness scoring get to the basket assist bring that to this team that desperately needs it and is looking for him to be a leader so we'll see what happens there um again happy 30th birthday to john wall as he celebrates a big milestone i'm celebrating 28 over here but you know for the wizards as a whole it's definitely going to be encouraging if if he's able to get back on the floor and bradley beal healthy back for next season so coming up we continue talking about the nba playoffs getting into what we're expecting heading into Monday's games. Who else gets annoyed every day come lunch or dinner time, wondering what am I going to eat? You don't feel like cooking. You've got a million emails to read. You've been busy with work and swamped and you have so much going on and your stomach's growling and you don't know what to eat. Well, let DoorDash take care of your next meal. If you want Chinese food, pizza, froyo, anything you have taste for, you can order it through DoorDash. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely And there are thousands that are open for delivery on DoorDash that you can now call, order, and now let them do the work for you. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. You've counted on them, and now they're counting on you. So while their dining rooms may be closed, and maybe you don't really feel comfortable going out to get food, or you just don't feel like getting off your couch and changing out of your pajamas, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. So DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering's easy. Just open up the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely right outside your door with the new contact list delivery drop-off setting. So with over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos. Anything from restaurants, Chipotle, Wendy's, Cheesecake Factory, you name it, they're on DoorDash delivering contact lists to your front door. So call right now and anyone that's listening can get $5 off zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. So don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNBA for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Renee Washington here. As you are listening to Locked on Wizards, we've got Jamel Cutler, the writer for Hoop Magazine, on the show. We were just discussing John Wall around his 30th birthday and some memories from John Wall's career, but we're also getting into the NBA playoffs. So we've got two games Monday, Celtics-Raptors, Game 5, and Game 3 of the Clippers-Nuggets. Let's take a look first at the Celtics versus the Raptors, starting on Monday, today, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. 
The series is tied up 2-2 after the Celtics took a 2-0 lead, which we all know 2-0 leads going into a best of seven doesn't really mean anything. We've seen teams come back from that and win it. The Raptors tie it up, but we know the Celtics had a chance to, to go up, especially in game three, 3-0. And the Raptors make a game-winning shot, and now they're back in it. Do you think that, that specific, um, the win, for, of course, being down 2-1 versus down 3-0, is going to come back to bite the Celtics and the Raptors maybe take this series? Um, no, not really. Like, the Celtics, they were my original pick to come out the East. And as a New Yorker, it kind of hurt me to admit that. But, um, <laughs> but that pass from, um, who made it? Kyle Lowry. Yeah. I think um, that pass and the game-winning shot from OG, that can potentially change the um, outlook of the series because now the Raptors kind of, believe that they can beat Boston as opposed to like game one and two like they look totally defeated kind of like the Bucks mm-hmm. so now I kind of think um I still think Boston is going to win the series but just not in four as I kind of predicted probably this is not looking like a six or seven game series yeah yeah now I actually want to go back to that game because I haven't had a chance to talk to someone about it on the show I've definitely talked about it just not on the show here. The move by Brad Stevens put Taco Fall in to guard the inbounds. Kyle Lowry, of course, as you mentioned, threw that cross-court pass to OG, who made the game-winning shot, who had, I don't think, made a field goal the entire game. But do you think that that was getting a little too, like, outthinking yourself and overthinking instead of just going in and playing them straight up? No, that was just a lucky shot. They spoil a lucky pass that led to the shot. I mean, if you if they tried that again, there's no way that um that he's getting that pass off. And Brad Stevens, he's one of the smartest coaches in the league. So, I mean, like nine times out of ten, I'm riding with I'm riding with whatever play he's drawing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one about that series, like um your guy Spicy P, like he's been struggling too. The entire bubble, actually. So, like, I kind of think, like, not having the crowd is kind of, like, affecting him. Because some players, they kind of feed off the crowd. And, like, Spicy P, he, like, he's had, like, one or two games before the playoffs started in the bubble where he looked normal. But but for the most part, you know, he hasn't really looked the same. Yeah, that's a good good point to bring up, Pascal Siakam. I mean, looking at his – the way he's been playing in these last games specifically, this series as a whole, I, I want the, he got a technical in game. Oh, what game was that? Is that game four or game three? Either way, he was in foul trouble. It was game three. He was in foul trouble. He got teed up um, for a play that I, I thought was just did not make sense. Um, he just hasn't been playing smart. He hasn't been playing well. He just seems like he's too emotional. So I, as you bring up not having fans, you have to wonder how much that's playing a factor into it because he really is just kind of going through the motions and he looks like um like he looks young. He's playing very young. Like he's playing like a rookie right now. And I just think that it's almost something now that is to the point he's in his own head and maybe overthinking things. He's got to find a way to get out of that. But Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet have been taking a lot of this, you know, on their own shoulders because he really isn't stepping up like he should. This is a big moment. You're now tied 2-2, so he still has a chance in Monday's game today 
as the Raptors have a chance to take a 3-2 lead after being down 2-0, you know, if anything, I'm, I'm thinking he should come up into the game with some of that confidence, knowing that they've been able to come back, tie this thing up, and now can take the lead. But I'm interested to see how he's going to finish out this series because this, this is something that we don't forget when players have poor playoff performances. You might have a play that's questionable or even a game where you struggle, but game after game to underperform, that's when you get a bad rap as for, you know, playoff wise, being someone that's always going to choke and struggle. And right now, Spicy P, he's got to get it. He's got to get it figured out. But that's a great point you bring up around him. Boston is doing in that series, like Toronto, they can't defend the corner threes. And like Boston, they've been exploiting that the entire series, especially with Jalen Brown playing at the four when they go small. Mm-hmm. And they put Robert Williams in, and they substitute Robert Williams in, like, but that just goes to the coaching of, of um, Brad Stevens, bro. Yeah, I, I just think that the Celtics, much like with the Heat and the Bucks series, this to me is very similar, a similar feel. I just feel like the Celtics have too much for the Raptors. I don't think that they're going to be able to come back from this and, and win. I do think that it's going to be like a six – well, of course, it's tied 2-2. Two, two, so um, I think it's going to be over in six. I don't see the Raptors getting another win, essentially. But there is another series tied up that's also being played Monday night. Clippers Nuggets tonight. Tied up at one. We've got game three. Coming up, we get more into what's going on around the NBA playoffs. Let me tell you guys about the delicious treat that's going to allow you to snack healthy. That's right. You can do both. If you know me, you know I have a sweet tooth. I enjoy cupcakes, cookies, brownies all the sweets and built bar actually has delicious flavors let me just run down some of my favorites cookies and cream double chocolate mint brownie salted caramel yes caramel not caramel and peanut butter brownie delicious all bars are covered in 100 chocolate they're soft and easy to chew and they're healthy so it's great if you are on a keto diet or working to lose or maintain weight you can do all that while snacking on a delicious treat they're low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber and i definitely recommend built bar so if you head over to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on you'll get ten dollars off your next order now you can save money, eat healthy, and eat delicious. Doesn't get any better than that. So go ahead on over to BuiltBar.com to try the best-tasting protein bars. And I can guarantee you, from me to you, you will not regret it. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jamel Cutler here, writer for Hoop Magazine, as we're talking around the NBA playoffs. Let's get into the Clippers Nuggets with their game three tipping off at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Now, we saw the Clippers kind of dominate 
in a sense, the Nuggets. It was it was like an eye-opening game for them, coming off of their seven-game series versus the Jazz, which was insane and so much fun to watch. I felt like they were caught a little flat in game one against the Clippers, but game two came right back and were able to um, tie it up. But the biggest issue is the Joker. Questionable with a sprained wrist. As we're having this conversation, we don't know come game time what will change in terms of his status. But um, how if he's unable to play, once again, the Clippers would be not bailed out, but have another series where they're playing a team with one of their big players dealing with injury. Against the Mavs, the Clippers had... Christos Porzingis get ejected in game one. Luka Doncic have a, his ankle injury in game two. Uh, then we have, of course, Porzingis was out with a knee injury, and Luka's ankle was – he dealt with it again. I think it was game three was when he re-hurt it, or game four, excuse me, I think it was. Either way, the Clippers have another series against a team who's one of their best players may not be on the floor. And that's something that we see last year when I look at the Raptors championship – what led to it was some things actually had to work in their favor. Of course, with KD getting hurt and Clay Thompson getting hurt for the Warriors, being able to play them in the finals changed the whole momentum of the finals. Do you think this is the Clippers maybe having some luck that could be leading them to a, I hate to say it because I'm a LeBron fan, a championship? Well, or, or as a basketball player or, or as an NBA player, you have to just deal with the cards. That you don't. So for Denver, um, I think they're losing that series either way because they're too young of a team. Just like last year when when they lost that game seven against Portland in the second round, mm. they just don't have enough experience. I know Michael Porter Jr. He's he's emerged as a um, as a um, good player, but um, but but he's horrible on defense. Yeah. And as far as the Clippers goes. I mean, like, in, lo- in wins, they look dominant. But in losses, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it just seems like they have a mentality that they can, like, turn the switch off and on. And I think that's going to catch up with them, especially if they um make it to the conference finals and they play, you know, the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. I do think the Nuggets right now – it's a shame because the Nuggets are a team that every year we're still having the same conversation around, much like Milwaukee. They're another team that every year is missing a piece, still inexperienced, still unable to figure out a way to, to get into the conference finals. You know, they should be able to be better than what they are. I get it. The league right now is, is, so, is so competitive. There's so much talent across the league. But for the Nuggets, much like the Bucks. If they don't make a change next year, let's look at when you look at what the team's going to look like next year compared to the rest of the teams in the league. The Warriors are definitely coming back stronger. They're definitely going to be a team that's in playoff contention. You have, we don't know what's going to happen with the future of the Lakers, specifically around AD. You don't know what's going to happen with players like KD and Kyrie coming back in the East for Brooklyn and having John Wall and Bradley Beal back for the Wizards. You know, the league as a whole. There are some players that are out right now. Even Victor Oladipo coming back, banged up, still being able to play for Indiana, but he wasn't 100%. Injuries happen, so we don't know what's going to happen between now and next year. Don't get me wrong, but we do also know there are some players that should be coming back healthy. So this is a year that, much like every, you have to really take advantage of because you just don't know what the future is going to hold. But for Denver, specifically talking around them, as we talked about with Milwaukee, they're going to have to make some changes. You know, I don't know what those look like, but... 
they're still they're still a piece out from being a team that can get past the first or second round of the playoffs. No, I think Denver is coming. They're just too young right now to actually compete seriously for for a for a title. But that team, they're so deep from like top to bottom, and they don't have like a super like a superstar superstar like like I know the Joker. Um, he's their best player, but but I really don't count him you know, as one of the top five players in the league. So that's what so that's what I kinda like about Denver. I think they should just, you know, keep their depth instead of, you know, like blowing it all up and trying to get, you know, that one big impact mm. player. But if they decide to do that, you should pay attention to the situation in Utah because Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, like I think one of them is gonna have to leave. And if they trade Mitchell, I mean, I, like, I would be all in for a Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray backcourt. I mean, because technically Denver did draft Donovan Mitchell. That's a good point. Just trade him. That's a good point. Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray played against each other in high school. We saw the, how they looked against each other in their seven-game series with 50-plus point games performances. Them on the same team would be – trouble because that is as you mentioned they are young they are definitely both um young teams in that sense you know so if you have the chance to have young rising talent i mean the the stats and historical performances they put up were put in the same category as like ai and mj i mean they really could be who now that would be fun to watch they really could be a top team otherwise if you had donovan mitchell jamal murray nikola Jokic, i mean them we don't know how bringing Donovan Mitchell in would have to change some things for the Nuggets, but still, that would be an incredible backcourt. And they can and they can play together because Jamal Murray can play off the ball now. Mm-hmm. Like he's the main ball, he's the main ball handler. So like I think that backcourt pairing could work. They'll be like the Splash Brothers, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great point. They'd be the the a similar version to what we saw with the Warriors. Huh. You know, that's the exciting part about all this is because the league, look at the league from last year to this year and how much has changed. Look at, you know, how much should change from this year to next year. There's just so much that we don't know and so many discussions we can have and what ifs and shoulda, coulda, woulda and stuff. But at the end of the day, that's what makes all this so exciting is because we can speculate, have these hypotheticals and have a chance to just talk through things that we don't know exactly what's going to happen. and just to see, you know, see how it all plays out. It's exciting. It's fun. And thank you all for tuning in to another edition of Locked on Wizards. We've got Jamel back on the show Tuesday as we talk more around the NBA playoffs with our predictions for the postseason. Have a great one. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Enjoy the rest of your Labor Day. I'll be sure to enjoy my birthday and Labor Day celebrations. And I'll see you guys back on Tuesday for more here on Locked on Wizards. Washington out. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.